The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you about who deserves a shot in the United States Heavyweight. I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've, I've been sizing up guys since I came to WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned the title shot, El Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any Whoa. reason. Wait a minute. El Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes, he's 50 miles. Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? Because this guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious how about, how about Hello, and welcome to the WrestleCast. I'm your host, Don Delorente, and I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Mo, to the underscore Reese. What's going on, Mo? Going on, listeners, is a brand new week. Um, remember, I have something funny to say, but Don might edit me out and have me looking like Ric Flair on Rampage. Um, See, I'm unaware of what happened, so you gotta you gotta clue me in. Oh, I thought you. I, I thought we probably talked. Well, we didn't even talk about this, but um, I'll save it for the whole mouse segment. Okay, all right. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't. I'm, I'm clued out of that because you know Rampage definitely don't get no burn. <laughs> look, look, you like the only reason. That's the only, the only reason why I watched it after um, SmackDown was because of what happened with the news that was announced. Um, what, what, what was it like? What was said on social media and everything? So I wanted to see what happened on Friday because you know when they they recorded live, they recorded after Dynamite and they make the edits and stuff and everything so mm-hmm. I didn't see if, if, if something was changed up in <laughs> that just, it just made me laugh well we're here to talk about Smackdown Monday Night Raw and of course the latest news with the Mo Meltzer news segment here on the WrestleCast brought to you by the CSPN. You can find us on the web at CSPN.us You can also find us through any podcast app. All you have to do is search for the WrestleCast dash the CSPN and subscribe to the logo with the new day holding the WrestleCast sign and all of our programming will show up in your podcast queues each and every week so we begin with Smackdown Matters where we got Bobby Lashley getting a win over Butch Standard <laughs> Slice Bread gives Butch a two count but Lashley is right back up with the running power slam he follows that up with the spear and uh, yeah man Butch down bad he, his partner done left him no Sheamus he out here taking Butch him Butch is on the island by himself yeah man yeah man uh, I was like, she. I was like, if this was, if this was Pete Dunne, NXT, NXT UK, this probably would have been, a, probably would have been the same result, but it would have been a lot different. Mm-hmm. Get to that point. <laughs> we got uh, everybody's favorite heel, Santos Escobar. He got the win over Joaquin Wilde with a phantom dropper. A drop kick to the knee slows Escobar down. And a rolling DDT gives Joaquin Wilde the two count. Escobar runs him over, setting up the phantom dropper. 
for the pin. After the match, Escobar beats down Joaquin Wow, but here comes Dragon Lee for the big save. Uh, well, you saw you saw that coming. Very much so, but um, I was hoping that we could space this out a little bit and not go to Dragon Lee so soon. I thought he was going to just go through the whole LWO first. Is Carlito, like, hurt in actuality or is that story? Well, I said it was storyline, but I didn't see anything that said that he was we got Kevin Owens getting the win over Grayson Waller Waller tries a running kick which is reversed into a roll up to give Kevin Owens the pin so Kevin Owens getting that momentum looks like um hey Kevin Owens might be hitting the way of being um what's that boy? What that name? Um Logan Paul's opponent. Uh definitely looks like they're shaping that up. At least that's the direction they're teasing. Yeah. Um and then in the main event, Bianca Belair. She got the win over Kyrie Sane. Bailey goes after Bianca only to have the insane elbow broken up. And that allows Bianca to hit the KOD and get the win. Yeah, because everybody got kicked out from ringside. Mm-hmm. But before the but before the match, you probably won't already gonna say this, but they told Bailey to stay EO told Bailey to stay back in. And then Rio got kicked out. I'm like, of course they tell her because they get kicked out. And Bailey gets to come out there and play chili and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ah, damn shame where this is leading to. <laughs> uh, so the backstage and the promos, uh, we get Bianca Belair to start off the show. So we uh, see a video of her team women uh, winning the women's war game match. Binky thanks her teammates for helping her in war games, but she's not done with damage control. She wants her title back from EO, so here's damage control minus Bailey to interrupt. Dakota Kai says if Belair wants the title match, she'll have to go through the entire team. Well, that works for Binky, but here are Charlotte and Shotzi to interrupt. The brawl is on with, with damage control being cleared out of the ring rather quickly. So after the break, damage control runs into Bailey and, he, and she's like, where were you? She was like, well, I didn't know. I didn't know y'all were going out there. And uh, so they say that she needs to be out there when Kyrie's saying faces Bianca tonight and Bailey has a worried look on her face. Uh, Paul Heyman, he comes in to see Nick Aldis and asks about Randy Orton being here tonight. Aldis says he's planning to sign Orton to an exclusive SmackDown contract, even if he has to offer Randy Orton the entire bloodline. And if that doesn't work for Heyman, what's he going to do about it? And Paul says, anything it takes. So anything, your thoughts on this uh, 
Bailey interaction backstage and now Nick Aldis and Paul. I say Bailey about the find himself on the verge of being kicked out of damage control. And with Heyman and Aldis, they definitely are setting up laying the foundation for um, Randy versus Roman at some point. If it's not the rumble, there might be somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Banged up Butch doesn't know why Ridge Holland walked out on him last week, but Pretty Deadly comes in to mock him. So, of course, Butch can't take that, and he's going to fight him two-on-one. But, of course, the numbers game is too much, and they beat down Butch and mock him some more before they walk off. Santos Escobar says he's ready to teach Joaquin Wilde a lesson. Adam Pierce comes in to see Nick Aldis because he has his own contract offer for Randy Orton. He says he's going to be in the ring tonight. So, we've got dueling contract offers here. Here comes Logan Paul for his United States Championship celebration. Logan Paul has a message to everyone who has been against him from the start. Where are you now? There are people backstage who hate that he's so good, and now he has the U.S. title. But he says he's only as good as his challengers, so we're going to have a tournament to crown a new challenger. He says the people involved are Santos Escobar, Dragon Lee, Karrion Cross, you still work here, an unnamed NXT star, Austin Theory, Grayson Waller, and Kevin Owens. He says the tournament's going to start next week, and that's when Kevin Owens interrupts. Owens insults Logan Paul's energy drink and says the nightmare is ending when he wins the U.S. title. Paul says six seconds is five more than he needs to knock out Kevin Owens, who says this is his world. That's when Austin Theory and Grayson Waller come out. They run their mouths, and Kevin Owens hits Austin Theory with a right hand and uh, shuts him up. You know they're doing like the Three Stooges bit with those two, right? Yeah. So hilarious. But yeah, Logan Paul, man, every time I see that man, he'd be on that microphone, I'd be like, damn, he good at this shit. It's like, where you at now, haters? Mo? You got anything you'd like to say to Logan Paul? Um, he was asking, "Where was you at?" Well, I got to say, I already knew. That. <laughs> I said I already knew what the what the what the deal was for him. So it's like, I mean, I can still say he sucks and everything, but you know, you already know what he was going, way the direction they going with him. So it's no point to waste some words. Yeah, I'm just giving you a hard time. We all knew what was happening. Just unfortunately, Bad Bunny couldn't do this with as much time that um, Logan Paul can, or he would have got a title too, probably. Indeed. All right, we got Nick Aldis with Adam Pierce, and they're ready to introduce Randy Orton. Of course, the fans go bonkers for Randy, and then the GMs start fighting over him. Pierce offers Orton the winner of Jay Uso versus Seth Rollins. Orton is intrigued. While Aldis counters with the guys that took Orton out, 
and Orton is again intrigued. So here comes Paul Hammond to interrupt, saying, There will be no RKOs this evening, nor will Orton get to make a decision tonight. The bloodline will make Orton's decision for him. So here are Jimmy Uso and Solo to interrupt. The fight is on, with Orton being beaten down, only to have L.A. Knight. Yeah, run in for the save. Jimmy's left alone for the beating. He catches the RKO, and Orton picks up the contract. Heyman is yelling, go to Raw, go to Raw. You're safe on Raw, Randy. Orton then signs with SmackDown, and of course, Paul loses his mind. Orton Why are you going to leave out the, 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 the crucial part when he tossed the Raw contract out the ring? Oh, well, okay. We always leave out the, 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 the pertinent details. He, was, he picked up both of the contracts. He looks at them. He takes the he looks at Raw and just tosses over his shoulder and he lands outside. And Adam Pierce has his look on his face like, like he was one of the cuts. And then he signs and then places back on Jimmy's chest. Uh, Sorry, man. I had to give you the – he just done glosses over with his nose and I had to fill in for some parts because, you know, you can't leave out the, the details of this of this segment. Hey man, I am the play-by-play man, and you are the com- color commentator. You're doing your best <laughs> in the business. Uh, so <laughs> Orton says uh, Heyman needs to call Roman Reigns and let him know that Daddy's back. So, no, we say Daddy's home. Yeah, Daddy's <laughs> home. Excuse me. So uh, Nick Aldis, oh, he's happy as he can be, <laughs> clapping and smiling and. He's celebrating with Randy in the middle of the ring, holding his arm up, and Randy Orton drops him with an RKO. Paul Heyman gets on the phone. He ain't calling Tyrone, though. He calling Roman. He calling Roman, and that's how we end the show. And we already knew that that was what happened. I was like... I didn't see Nick Aldis catching one, though. Oh, I saw it coming. <laughs> I saw it coming. I was like, oh, he didn't hold his hand up. And I was like, mm-hmm, just wait. And next thing you know, and that's when I'll just tweet it out. It really is out of nowhere. From out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he'll get I wonder, I wonder if I'll just want to give him a fine for that. Oh, uh, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, your thoughts, sir, on this edition of SmackDown? Yeah, well, the show was built around Randy, um, Randy's return and who's going to sign him, who's going to offer him the lucrative contract to join their brand. Mm-hmm. And, you know, once he said, once the Aldous had to give you the bloodline, Randy was like, that's easy. Randy was like, that's easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I enjoyed it. Um, you know, they 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 moved the, the damage control storyline along. Like I said, I hate to say, gonna say it needs to be badly though. Um, but you know, it's happening because it seems like every time something goes on, Dakota Kai is like stirring the pot. It's like, yeah, I say you about to be out the door on the rim, out the door, man. <laughs> um, Lashley. Showing his dominance, you know, um, against Butch. 
like I said, Bush is on the island of his own. Right. Out here just uh, floating in the wind. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he's going to have a transformation. Never know. Back to the bruiser way. Never know. But I enjoyed this episode. Um, you know, it's leading up to um, who's going to be wrestling who at the Rumble, well, who um, in, the, in the Royal Rumble match, and who's going to be, you know, looking for future contenders and everything. So, good times. Yeah, this was a fun episode of uh, SmackDown. Really liked the uh, the Binky storyline, and of course that ties in with Bailey. Of course, the stuff with Randy Orton throughout the whole show, and then of course the payoff at the end um, with Randy uh, hitting all this with the RKO, um, giving LA Knight a little bit of that rub from Randy. Came down for the save, so that was good to see they're having. A- Totally forgot him after he got beat by Roman. Um, and I just thought that they 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 used their minutes wisely here. Didn't really, uh, you know, wasn't too much filler. So good episode of SmackDown. We shift over to Monday Night Raw, where we got Drew McIntyre getting the win over Sami Zayn. Stereo kick to the face, let Sami Zayn get a two count off the Blue Thunder Bomb. But Sammy's leg is too hurt to follow up, and McIntyre chop blocks the leg. That allows McIntyre to hit the Claymore and get the win. Oh, Sammy Zayn. Mm-mm-mm. 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 Uh, of this night. Oh, they was wrestling, wrestling. Well, they were definitely wrestling with this first match. That was some wrestling going on. Yeah, they was they was they was doing it, bro. I was like, whoa! I wasn't expecting um, that level of a match for TV, but it being somewhat clean, mm-hmm. you know, the chop block notwithstanding and everything. But yeah, man, that was that was high level stuff. You see how the crowd react to Sammy? Yeah. He's Mick. I swear I see Mick Foley, bro. He's starting to look like him to me, too. He's just missing the flannel. You're stupid. <laughs> Nia Jax. She was wrestling, wrestling against Shayna Baszler. Baszler grabs a German suplex to break up the Annihilator, and Nia landed like on her head. I'm surprised she didn't have a concussion. The care through the clutch is applied until Nia Jax just drops straight back onto her to break it up. Then Nia Jax over to the corner, hits the bonsai drop, a.k.a. the Annihilator, and gets the win. After the match, Becky Lynch comes out to confront Nia. Nia just slides out through the other side of the ring and walks onto the back. Former tag team champions. Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Now they're wrestling each other. Nia Jax, man. One of the missions if she came back. 
We got DIY getting the win yep. over Imperium. Best Whoa. two out of three falls. Two falls to one. A slingshot Spirit of Kaiser looks to set up the meet in the middle, but Vinci makes the save. That's enough for Kaiser to roll Chompa up with a handful of tights for the pin, and Imperium gets the first fall. The Imperium bomb is loaded up, but this time it's Chompa making the save, allowing Gargano to roll up Vinci to even things up at one fall apiece. A super white noise hits Kaiser, and after taking out Vinci, the meat in the middle finishes off Kaiser, and Gargano and Chompa are your winners. Yes, they are. This was pretty good. There was wrestling, wrestling on this joint, too. Anywhere. I felt like the old DIY for a minute. So that was good to see that. Little Team Sunshine. They on the main roster. They got a chance to shine. They got to win over Natalia and Tegan Knox. Caden Carter hits a basement suplex to Natalia setting up an assisted spinning splash, which I'm going to call the keg stand, to give Caden Carter and Katana Chance the win. After the match, an annoyed Chelsea Green, who was on commentary, gets on the apron, where a drop kick from Katana Chance sends her back down to the floor. Yes, sir. Like I said about these two young ladies, they should have been a part of the program. Um, you know, not just a match here, a match there, backstage segments here, there, and everywhere. They should be on the show wrestling, you know, getting getting their um, wins up so they can, you know, be a formidable challenger for the belts. All right. All right. Um, I just think that they maybe had to wait a little while and kind of build it because it seems like they're everything has a story to it, right? So maybe they just wanted to wait until they could figure out how to build a story for the tag team, the women's tag team division that justified Caden and Katana getting being a part of the story, you know what I'm saying? So, the Creed brothers show up, show out. They got the win over Dominic and JD McDonough. Uh, Julia suplexes both of them at the same time. Brutus pounces Dominic onto the announcer's table. And then a Brutus ball to JD McDonough gives the Creed brothers the win. So, the Creed brothers. <laughs> doing their thing again this week. I'm telling you, that boy Julius Creed is a horse. Like I said, if this was the Vince McMahon's WWE, he would have made him a single star and the other one wrestler main event. Uh, it's just... Uh, it's just something to, to to just behold at how 
strong that dude is and how athletic he is oh my gosh he's gonna be a singles world champion one day Kurt Angle 2.0 yep Seth Rollins he retained the world heavyweight championship over Jay Uso Rollins misses the stomp and gets speared for a two count the buckle bomb connects for Rollins but Uso is back with another spear to the superfly splash for another two count a third spear is countered into the pedigree and then Rollins hits the stomp to pin and retain the title over Jay Uso. Any uh any any things any thoughts on the match? Um I mean, here's the thing. They building up this match, Seth versus Jay Uso, and I'm like, ah, we know what the result is going to be. Seth's going to retain, blah, blah, blah. I mean, it was a great match. Don't get me wrong. Great, great match. But it's like, we just, we just know what's going to happen. I'm just like, I'm like, okay. But this is a great match. Um, oh, I can say that for the well, I can say that part for my mouth support too. But, um, so you know, Jay is definitely showing that he's going to be the man. Him and Jimmy definitely are, you know, more than just tag team wrestlers in their own mind. Yes, they break together as tag teams, but the single runs for both of them. They're both doing amazing work. Mm-hmm. Match is pretty, pretty solid, so I'm, I'm sure Seth probably going back and saying, like, yeah, he's definitely, like, we already know he's a deal, but he's definitely the real deal. Main event, Jey Uso. Mm-hmm. So we see respect shown after the match, but here comes Drew McIntyre, and he Claymore's Jey Uso. Rollins tries to make the save, but he gets dropped with the Claymore as well, allowing McIntyre to put Uso through the announcer's table. And that's how we end Monday Night Raw. I mean, that's, that's the whole, I'm going to drop where you stand <laughs> um, type of energy. <laughs> uh, I kind of figured that this is going the way this is going to go. Um, like you said, I really thought Jey Uso gave a great account of himself. They really tried their best with some near falls to get, you know, you're too wise for it, Mo, but at least they got the people in the arena to bite. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple of times. As DJ they say, they live a kayfabe life. Yes, so... Um, so that was good and uh, we'll just have to see you guys how what the next couple of weeks look like with this Drew McIntyre kind of 
Well, Drew basically here's the thing about Drew with that. Drew basically wanted he he he's getting his um his comeuppance because you know Sammy was with the just with the, with the um bloodline mm-hmm. and he definitely made a good point. We probably won't talk about this when we get to it, but he definitely made a good point of his role in the bloodline within the bloodline at that point in time. So mm. Okay. Well, we'll go to the promos and backstage things. We got Drew McIntyre starting off the show. He calls Raw the land where you can do whatever you want, say whatever you want, leave and come back completely forgiven. And the fans start chanting CM Punk and McIntyre's like, oh, come on. I could be talking about anybody. McIntyre <laughs> talks about how Jay Uso apologized to Randy Orton last week before moving on to Sami Zayn, his opponent for tonight. Well, here comes Sami to interrupt because McIntyre apparently has something to say to him. McIntyre says Zayn is the only one who deserved to be screwed over by the bloodline. Zayn was part of the team and then screwed them over, so what was he expecting to happen? Zayn says he and McIntyre are nothing alike because Zayn turned a loss in front of his family into winning the main event at WrestleMania. And then he asks, is McIntyre making his family proud? McIntyre is angered he wants a ref out here right now. <laughs> and then we get our match. Yep. Uh, what you think about the uh, opening here, Drew? Kind of playing the role of like Rhea Ripley. Yeah, he he definitely was like, listen, he said I might be I might be healed, but you still get this payback, sir. <laughs> Uh, Shayna says that she hurt Nia's. She broke her arm, hurt her arm, and she's ready to do it again. We get a video on Jay Uso, his last title match, and he says uh, he's gonna. He wants to win his first singles title tonight. We look at his entire career, and uh, he says now it's time for him to go out on his own and get this title. He said that, you know his first title shot got broken up by his family. So, but now he's out here all by himself, and he's ready to uh, to become a singles champ. This was really good. Yeah. Sammy Z. Oh, oh, you watching the basketball game? No, I was watching how Trevor Lawrence got that that injury oh, from yeah. his own player. Yeah, his own player rolled up on him. Oh man, stepped on his ankle. Yeah, mm. friendly fire. Yes. And that and that wasn't no um you know light ass fast ass receiver. Oh, oh no, that was that was a big the old lineman. <laughs> yeah, that's a big ugly. <laughs> Not a big ugly, you stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sami Zayn, he's getting his bad ankle looked at, and then here comes Drew to jump him again. Actually, it's his knee, not his ankle. Uh, McIntyre says Sami Zayn brought this on himself. Crushes the knee under an anvil case. Yep. After the break, Adam Pierce, the trainer, and Jay Uso, they all are checking on Sami Zayn. Nia interrupts a Becky Lynch interview to ask about Becky wanting to fight. That would include wanting some fights. That would include Nia, who says she's all Becky's after Nia squashes Shayna Baszler. So basically, they don't, they're going to pay off the uh, punch heard around the world from, what, four years ago? 
Yeah. She that's when she became she that's when she became a man. We look at CM Punk's return on Survivor Series and his interview of promo on Monday Night Raw. Then Indy Hartwell and Candice LeRae, they're firing up DIY when Imperium comes in. Some trash talk ensues and we're ready for our match. Chelsea Green and Piper Niven, they interrupt Tegan Knotts and Natalia to mock their loss. Natalia says they're still coming for those women's tag team titles. Uh, we look at the Creed brothers becoming the new number one contenders for the men's titles last week. Then the New Day praises the Creed brothers when the Alpha Academy come in to offer the Creed some training help. They seem impressed, which becomes uh, which becomes even more impressed when Maxine Dupree is squatting Akira Tazal. Now listen, okay, yes, Maxine was squatting. Akira Tozawa great but you can't top Bianca Belair putting Otis on her shoulders and finishing that obstacle course was what last year or two years last year probably two years ago she put Otis on her shoulders because when they were doing the whole they had the curry oh yeah the they had the obstacle course yeah, yeah. And, and that's when, um, when Chad gave with him it was like no you gotta use Otis and she was like that's easy work <laughs> did you see what happened tonight with Lash and Otis yeah, yeah. bruh okay so okay I know you want to see me go talk about this but yeah okay so okay so again I ain't say I want to say I ain't see nothing wrong with Lash you know I was like Lash was like a green blah 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 blah, blah. but she definitely did some work and she's you know she, she, she did that that spot was nice Slammed them and that was it. Yeah, it was. It was. It was good. It was good. Yeah, I know you. You love me some Lash Legend. Oh yes, I do. Chocolate milk. Oh yeah. Tall glass. But you, but you, you, you saw. Oh, you, know, you probably didn't see who made that return. No, I didn't catch the end. I gotta. I'll watch the second half tomorrow. Oh, I can't. I can't, I can't give you a hint. Make the returns with my man, Big Body Hobby. You know what? I hate you. Well, man, it's just a good guess. I can't help that I, uh, you know, I'm just tapped into my product. Are you tapped into your product? Yeah, I am. I am. Are you tapped in? Yes. Even 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 if I only watch half of the show live, and watch the other half uh, on tape delay, it's it, I'm still tapped in. Oh well, no. about um, Nicky Ricardo. Oh, for real? Yeah, that that was fast. Hey, so hey, she was she been working out. Yeah, she's been doing her squats. I bet too. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just so I'm, guessing, so I'm guessing. So I'm guessing you watch your main event this week then. I. You gotta tell me who's on it when we get there. Because if, if a big body hobby's on there, then yeah, of course. It's my man. You sure? It's my man's in them. All right, I'm going to hold you to it. Yeah, we'll see. It's only, you know, the caveat, though. I know, but I'm going to hold you to it. <laughs> All right, we got Judgment Day. They throw our truth at hold the on. house. Yeah. 
no, 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 no. I'm just saying you can't just you can't just throw him out the house. That it was just it was just funny. He just it's like Damien Priest comes in there, he sees him in there again. <laughs> now here's the thing though. Last week all truth was like they ain't got no TV or nothing in there. This week all truth coming in with the old school. <laughs> he said the he said the plasma almost flat. <laughs> <laughs> Almost flat TV, and so I think Michael Cole was like Mr. Rabbit. <laughs> yeah, that joint looked like a got dog on one of them monitors that they had a gorilla from the eighties. That's the old school. Um, putting on channel three and four to play your uh, video games. <laughs> yeah, for real. Uh, oh, we were big enough TV. We was in school when your um, when your teacher rolled that that cart into the into the room. You knew that was gonna be that's an automatic nap time. <laughs> that was nap time for us. <laughs> uh, like, oh, we going oh, we to sleep good. <laughs> Damien Priest, uh, that basically um Damien Priest says that uh, he's in charge since Rhea and Finn aren't here. And yeah. he is like, yo, we gotta do something about Drew and Dominic's like oh, yeah, Mommy said He's like, Mommy well, says no one lays a hand on Drew. <laughs> so mommy ain't here, so you know. he's like, I'm running. He's like, I'm running charge on this. Yeah. I said, okay, okay. Um, Damien stepping up, you know. I, I see, I see, bro. Cody Rhodes comes out for a promo. Cody, he doesn't even hit the catchphrase before moving into a story of the first time he ever saw the poison mist. That was from the great Muta, and now he has experienced mm. firsthand from Shinsuke Nakamura. Now Nakamura has his attention, so he can either explain himself or they can fight right now. Spotlight hits Cody, and Nakamura pops up on the screen to say they are part of the same story. They have both won the Royal Rumble, but lost at WrestleMania, sending them off a cliff. Now Cody is trying to get back there, so Nakamura wants to take the story out of his hands. Cody says they aren't the same, and welcomes Nakamura to come prove it. I, I like how Nakamura tied in their history of winning the Rumble and then losing that WrestleMania together. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's a good. And then um, Cody said, you know, said that the first time he saw somebody got sprayed with the mist was from the Great Moon and he was terrified. And then when he got sprayed with the mist by last week, that those 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 fears was justified. <laughs> Man, that was that was a that was a good trip down memory lane when you said that because mm-hmm. Uda was doing that and that was whoo. <laughs> yeah. hey, 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 it came out there with a the towel to, to to hold your face and everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, we recap Sami Zayn's knee injury and Drew Mac Drew McIntyre attacking him uh, in the back. Jay Uso comes in to see Adam Pierce and. Um, Checks on, see if there's any updates on Sammy. He's fired up for his title shot, and then he leaves, and then Gunther comes in and has a talk with Adam Pierce. So we look, we look at Randy Orton signing with SmackDown from Friday. Adam Pierce tells Seth Rollins that CM Punk is invited to <laughs> next week, so Pierce can sign him to an exclusive contract. Rollins is fine with that, but for now, he's ready for Jay Uso. So Q Uso, who says, "Wait, wait, 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 yes. 
he also said, he said, you know, you do what you have to do because once he shows his true colors, I'm going to do what I have to do. You keep leaving out crucial parts of the story. I understand. You have your notes. You wanted this. No, sir. When you talk about stuff like this, you have to you have to give more. You can't just give our listeners just a little sample and just be like, they want they gonna want a plate. They want a nice size plate with this one, sir. Well, that's why you, again. <laughs> you're filling in the gaps. <clears throat> no, but it was that was that was good. It was good though. It was just the fact that he was just sitting there like he was like yeah. He was like. He was like, you know, you do what you gotta do. But, you know, Punk is being announced for um SmackDown on Friday for tribute to the tribute to the troops. Mm-hmm. Tribute to the troops. So that's remember on, speaking of tribute to the troops. Now you notice how over time that has it went from the superstars actually going over to overseas to the bases to them doing stuff at like the bases around the country, and then now they're doing like SmackDown shows and they're doing the tribute days and everything. Like kind of just, like evolved in certain ways, you know. Um, it's probably one of those things. I don't know. It's it's interesting how that would probably work. Right. So actually, that the whole thing was the whole JBL. A whole JBL, um, that was the whole JBL's JBL's baby from the start. I wonder if he's gonna be on SmackDown for that for this. Um, mm-hmm. Since this is his, this is his baby from from the inception, and everything. Yeah, yeah, that's his idea, possibly. Yeah, but um, yeah, they announced Punk for tribute to the truth. So, but but, but keep going back to Seth and his. Uh, well, <laughs> Ron says he's fine with that. Jay comes in and says he's winning the title. Uso and Ron threaten each other, but they also seem to have mutual respect. Ooh. Damian Priest, he yells at Dominic and JD for losing, but JD blaming our truth. But Dominic says, hey man, watch out. The creeds are the real deal. Yes, they are. And that was our last backstage segment before the main event and the end of the show. So, and that's the end. <laughs> yeah, um, this show was heavy on the wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. Right. So because next week, next week they got a double shot of Monday Night Football. So, yeah, it's a double shot. Hmm. See what those ratings gonna look like for real. That's listen. You, you wanted to bring, you wanted to bring it. I mean, you definitely gonna lose because you got, you got. It's gonna be on the um, ESPN and the ABC, so you definitely gonna come in third, fourth, whatever. You definitely gonna take a hit in the ratings. I hope not. They, they are. They gonna two Monday Night Football games. Or you taking a hit in the ratings? Oh uh, yeah, that's true though. Depending on who it is, but yeah. Hold on. I mean, if it's um, first game's a scrub game, they might they might be able to 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 have a good first 
quarter, you know, first half of the show, right? Well, okay. You know what? Never mind. Packers and Giants. And then um, Titans, Dolphins. Mm. Yeah, that's not a barn burner slate. People tune in to see Miami, though, after what they just did and hard knocks and stuff. Because, listen, the real... The, see, here's the thing. The real main event is going to be Sunday Night Football, Eagles-Cowboys, and they already... And you see they're being hyped up everywhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's going to be... Uh, that's going to be another... Uh, just insane game. The Eagles schedule the last like month has been crazy. Right. But 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 yeah, that's what I'm saying they got two Monday night games, but I'm saying Monday night football does get his get their ratings and everything, but these mm-hmm. two games. Yeah, they may be able to uh, overcome those two games. They're not gonna overcome them. They, cause you know Whoever the Monday night game is, they still they Monday night football still wins the ratings, but they might it might might be closer than the experts think. Still still doing that thing. All right, but yeah, the Creed brothers getting a chance to to get some shine and. Uh, you know, everybody's got a story, so it's good. Yeah. Real good. All right, so you know what that means at this time of the night. We're going to turn it over to you, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese, for the Mo Meltzer News segment. It's Mo Meltzer News segment time. Hit my theme music. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, man. All right. So after last week's episode, as we, t- we taped last week. I think we, we probably had some, some, some news and everything. So, let's, let's talk about Ric Flair real quick. So, apparently, Ric Flair, so, doing, like I said, after, after Dynamite, they, they do the Rampage tapings. And there was a, supposedly, a promo where he said, a part of the promo where he was, he was talking about talking this thing and everything, and he said, um, women, eighteen to twenty-eight, no boyfriends, no husbands. Meet me at my hotel, my hotel room. Mm-hmm. And I got a lot. I had a lot of people talking after, um, you know, on like Wednesday night. And so, then Rick Flair typed this had this whole, um, this whole speech. You know how he type tweets. Um, he tweets with um, every. Um, he tweets every. Um, Capitalizes every word in his tweets. Mm-hmm. And he says, um, "What do you say?" I, I mean, I scroll through all of his. Um, yeah, I scroll through all of his. Um, his his wool his wool energy drink tweets and how he's from Michigan and the. Um, the championship game. But he says, I'm so tired of hitting all this negativity. I don't need the work and I don't need the money. I can't I simply enjoy being my dear friend be be enjoy being by my dear friend Sting's side 
for the next few months without so much hatred. I know I'm old, but that doesn't mean I can't enjoy life. I have earned the right to do whatever I want, and I'm exactly where I want to be. I appreciate everything Tony Khan, but I'm more than willing to walk away if I'm embarrassing you and your company. All I can say is sorry. So there's a lot of wrestlers coming out there saying, you know, you know, Rick, you know, those are dirt sheets, blah, blah, blah. Um, just saying things like don't, you know, don't, um, you know, ignore that. They just, you know, just feeling and fuel to the fire. You know, other wrestlers was giving him, you know, just sending him shout out saying, you know, you were very instrumental in, in my career. You know, I looked up to you, blah, blah, blah. I mean, that's what apparently we were saying, but somebody else has said that he didn't say that. But nevertheless, the um, that was that promo on that um, rampage was heavily ever edited because when you watched it, he ain't say none of that. <laughs> none of that was aired. So I was like, oh, so he did cut it. So that was that, and apparently, from what from what Tony Khan is saying. Um, I guess essentially Rick, you know, with the sponsorship of Wolf, Andy Drake, Rick Flair's paying them to be on the on the on the at the on the on the roster, or whatever. Some kind of weird thing. He's not really he's not really paying a lot of his salary, but the Wolf Andy Drake is. I don't know. It's like whatever. But yeah, so that's what that is. Um, also, um, it looks like Core J is supposed to be at the deadline paper view this weekend. Well, she's been out for months. That's cool, man. Finally getting to see your girl back. Yeah, whenever she wants to come to Raw, I'm welcoming her with open arms. <laughs> I'm welcoming her with open arms, but. You know, I don't know how they're gonna how they gonna do it with if her and Jay Cargill will be on the same show. So um all right, so this is a bit of talking about your semi show for um NXT. So Wesley won't be wrestling at deadline this weekend. He had um do the back surgery and he will be missing eight to twelve months. So his back surgery, like I said on the dog on the dog batch. But his replacement is going to be um, Dragon Lee. Mm-hmm. And Ray's will be in his corner. Yep. So. Dragon Lee. So he definitely with a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, bro. That sucked. Because you've been working your ass off to, like, you know, get back into that um, North American title picture. Um, also, like I said, Dickie Ricardo re- returns, so you'll see how that played, how that happened. Um, oh, we need to have a moment of silence. Okay. Um, so WWE is um, is no longer associating the word geek with Jay Uso. Apparently, there's an wrestler that has been had that trademark since 2021. And so when you, if you look at this week's episode, they blurred out Yeet and 
they took it out from his um his um promo. So yeah. Hmm. So everybody was and everybody was on Twitter was like like RIP Uh. Um, so WWE is making an exit from one particular part of wrestling, wrestling merchandise going um, the phone fingers no um, the wrestling figures hell no they made money off that. I don't know. The um, home video business. Oh, I didn't think that was still a business. Yes. Just they had WWE oh. Network. Right, well, Peacock. But they said WWE Home Video will officially cease operations at the end of 2023, putting an end to WWE's place in physical in the physical media um, market. And he said this news was also confirmed in a statement by Fremantle, WWE's European licensing, who further revealed that no home video licenses for WWE will be renewed after the current year. And the last um, home video that will be released is the is Crown Jewel. Um, and Survivor Series will be the last home video released in the U.S. Hmm. The end of an era, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's kind of, you know, kind of, you know, that's the kind of end of an era. You know, that was always just something you could always, you know, had that, that physical, more that physical piece of WWE, you know, video, you know, you get that. You were able to get that, but times are changing. Streaming is king. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. Um Trick Williams stated that Kofi Kingston has is a big inspiration to him. And he said that inspiration was um, when Kofi had won the um, the championship at WrestleMania, and he said he was watching it at, at a friend's house, and that he says his friend his friend was definitely into wrestling, and that that moment he saw his friend was crying because Kofi actually had won, and showed that how much wrestling can you know be emotional to the fans, and that's very true. We we definitely. I mean, some people are more emotional than others, you know, as I've seen on social media and everything. But this thing, this can definitely um, bring the emotions out of you. Mm-hmm. Depending on who's, um, depending on who's, you know, what the um, the storyline is. Now, I always say. Byron Saxton was definitely in his bag during that match. <laughs> like he was in his announcer bag during that match, and 
that's one thing I was happy to see that he he was actually, you know, like got to carry the ball for that for Kofi doing that match. And I always say every time we talk about this match or somebody inspired by it, like Byron Saxon was just definitely just doing. I was just like, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's see what else. Nothing on the end, the layoffs. Mackenzie Mitchell getting caught up. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it was basically, you know, just corporate people got laid off, but Mackenzie Mitchell was on that list. I was like, damn. And I told you had said, you know, she definitely had the chemistry backstage with the talent and everything. That just sucks that she's um, she's gone from the company, but, you know, Vic is, Vic is, her husband, Vic Joseph, is still there, so, you know, but I think apparently she has, like, you know, a, a side business where she sells, I think, she sells something, like, I don't know if it's jewelry or something like that, but she has, like, a website that she was promoting her jewelry Excuse me. So she's definitely, you know, probably might not be hurting. You know, she might not try to do something else, but um, just sucks that she that she got the she got her papers this week. Well, last week rather. Uh, Ricochet uh, returned back to um, every action over the past weekend. Um. He um, had a concussion on Raw in November, but they cleared him. He's back wrestling the house shows. So, good to see him back. Samantha been looking, been posting some some five pitches. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, we can talk about that. Um, yeah, they were the, the, um, the Big 12 um, championship. It was, um, hold on. Sheamus, Drew. Oh. Undertaker, Jade, and I don't know who that blonde girl was. Is that Michelle? Michelle McCool. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, Michelle McCool. Okay. All right. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So they were all there representing the WWE. That's that that new partnership they got going on. Mm-hmm. It was dope to see them. And then you see, um, and then you seeing um, Jade and Samantha looking very good. Um, and it was funny, like they was doing the um, had like the, all the like the the, the the entrance and everything. So Drew looks into the camera and says, "I want this for my um, I want this for my um, my entrance, my um, my entrance." So Jade said the same thing. He's like, "I said it first. <laughs> <laughs> And then, so Nelly performs at the half at performed at the halftime show, and so it was a video. It was a video floating around. It was a video floating around that Jay presented him with a um a WWE title. And he was like, "Man, this thing heavy." <laughs> he said, "You got to be in shape to carry this thing around." <laughs> 
and yeah. if you're wondering, Dawn, he wears the title like you um how you respect the champion to carry the way the title. Thank you. <laughs> Ripley, the way she had it on last week, it looked so good when she came out there to talk to Randy Orton. <laughs> God, it looks so good. That's that's one thing, listeners. Dawn, if you if you want to be a champion, you have to wear the title around your waist. You know. I mean, certain, in certain, in certain um, former champions, he wouldn't talk that smack to. Um, uh, what's what's the name from New Japan? Uh, um, uh, talking about uh, Okada? No, 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 no. The one, the one who's um, the one you say you said um, <laughs> the one, the, the tough one. Uh, Ishii or Shibata. No, the older guy. It's like the oh, um, Minoru Suzuki. Yeah, Suzuki. Yeah, Minoru Suzuki. Yeah, <laughs> he was like he ain't. He was, he was like that one time. He was like he ain't wait to tell him like I like I like it, but oh, I ain't yeah. gonna tell him that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like I ain't gonna tell him that, but of course yeah, not. You gotta, pick, you gotta be wise about some of these battles, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, um, like Gunther, I would prefer that he wear the title around his waist, but you know, I'm not trying to take no chop. So Gunther, you can keep carrying your belt if you prefer, sir. Right. Um. And this is the rumor. This is from the rumor department. They're saying that um, there's a potential that the Punk and Austin Dream match could come to fruition. And I'm like, ah, if y'all would have done that. Eight years ago, I even think, yeah, they last sometimes last decade when they, they, that time they was doing like the guest, the guest, um, the host of Raw and Austin was doing there with Punk and he was doing the um, the whole backstage segment. I said, I could have did that, did that then, you know, that would have been that would have been cool then, but not right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've already seen um, Austin ride up to the sunset, you know, wrestling. Kevin Owens, and then you know, giving Vince that Vince taking that horrible stunner, that horrible, horrible stunner. Um, let's see, anything else going on? Um, oh, speaking of Jay Cargill. Because everybody, because I, I know you had mentioned this a while, like probably a couple of weeks ago, he was saying like, you no, know, if there ain't going on with Jay, you know, she ain't on TV yet. And Triple H said that, made that comment about about her not being ready, about throwing no fault to hers. And everybody was like, That's a, that was a clear jam at AEW. But Jay says, I'm already ready. Everybody should be patient. Stay so was doing the media rounds um, in Dallas. Um you know, and for the um for the game, and so she was saying um she was she said she we were creating something that's going to be a legacy. We're creating something that's going to create echoes and waves throughout not just the wrestling culture but pop culture beyond. That's setting me up for success. You shouldn't rush success. So, grand is what I'm just saying. Like she's definitely. She's an investment, and you know you signed somebody of her caliber who was definitely making waves over on the other channel. You don't want to mess this up. 
And so she says, I've been on TV in front of thousands of people several times. One thing I know how to do is entertain a crowd and no one, no one can say different. I can do that. The WWE Universe knows exactly what they're doing. I trust them. I believe in this system. And when they see me in that ring, understand there's no turning back. WWE's believing in everything I'm doing, giving me everything I can fathom, and I'm going to be ready. I'm already ready, but again, it's on my time. Everybody should be patient, and when I come, just understand I'm taking over. Yes, wrestling fans are not, we're not the most patient ones, but trust me, I'm, that's what I'm just saying. They want this, they don't want this to be no flop. Mm-hmm. For sure. And so we, and they want this to be, they want this to be like, you know, like, hey, she's, she's coming, and we, and we, you know, when she makes that, that make that makes that first appearance of that show, it has to be like knocked out the park. Can't just be no, no, um, no, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Can't be no, you know falling short or you know million dollars for Pyro how that thing went off <laughs> no we want we want you know you know you want people it's like you want this moment to have everybody talking mm-hmm. you know you see her coming out there you know everybody's like oh Jane is here she made it she 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 made an instant impact you know it was like just think about this way just by her just being up on the shows alone had everybody talking. So you know they they they, they said we need to let her wrestle. She's just making appearances on the show that's, you know, having interactions with people. And you was like definitely saying they got her they got that card in their back pocket. So, you know, I'm patient. You know, we got a lot of great women talent and everything that's wrestling right now, doing the damn thing. And when she comes, we want her to be ready to, to, to go balls to the wall. Pause. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so, she's gonna be ready. Yeah, they're gonna ensure that. Exactly. All right. Um. Ooh. Like Jordan said, she's straight with Jane too. So look at that. I got all the the black girls working together. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We're going, going, the future's going to be bright. (laughs) Um, Okay, so now we're going to get to the part of the show where we're going to see if Don DeLaRente is going to watch main event this week. Um, okay. Your first match done on main event. Mm-hmm. It is going to be Gigi Dolan versus Electra Lopez. Mm, yeah, I'll take that. Okay. It's been a minute since I've seen Electra Lopez wrestle. And your second match is Apollo Crews versus your boy Big Body Hobby 
Bernal. Oh, yeah, you know it's Big Body Hobby all day. <laughs> you know what it is. All right, now let's 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 see let's see let's 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 let let me test you out with this. Who you think produced um, the GG Electro Lopez match? Hmm. Bobby Root. Ah, oh, Molly Holly. Hmm. She was on my radar. Now for Apollo Cruz and Big Body Hobby, who produced that one? Mm. Mm. Let me get Sean DeVore. If you said Bobby Root for this one, you'd have got it. Oh, see. <sighs> One step ahead of myself, <laughs> right? But that's your main. But I'm saying that's some, that's some good main event matches. So mm-hmm. I'm, I might I might check that myself. You know, well, well, no Thursday. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm co-worker of mine's having a um we're going out. They think she's leaving. So oh okay. I still, I can still watch it. I mean, it's on, it's on Hulu. I can just easily watch it. Watch it. There's not like live or anything, but. I just want to see. I want to see. I want to see this Gigi Electro Lopez match, and I want to see what um, Big Body Hobby's going to do against some power crew. This should be something good to watch. Match that's your boy. You know, I was like, as soon as you said Big Body Hobby, I said, I was like, I said, dog, going to roar it again. Yeah, man. You know, we all about some Big Body Hobby here on the WrestleCast, NXT Cast. Glad he's back. And uh, hopefully he can get some main roster shine coming up soon. Hey, you know sometimes they'll they'll you know quietly move somebody over to like the main roster, somebody like that they make them a free agent. Hmm. Like oh, oh, that's right. Another thing, um, they moved Cedric Alexander from being a free agent over to being on the SmackDown roster after his um, string of matches with Dragon Lee. Hmm. Well, I guess that's that's about right, though. Because he hadn't been on Raw in quite a while. Yeah. So. After after um, Shelton got released, and he was just kind of like in limbo. Mm-hmm. And had like free agent status. But then once he had the matches with... Um, Cedric. And the matches with um, Dragon Lee, he was back on people's radar again. Right. But that is all I have for um, this week's more Meltzer segment. All right, Mr. Moser, the underscore Reese. Tell the people out there in podcast land, give them some love, show them some love, and your shout outs and thank yous. Well, shout out to you, Dawn. Another week. Another episode in the can for us. Um, shout out to Miss Semi, as always. Shout out to our travel cheapest, Jay to the Max. Um, shout out to Anwar and Terry's boy. Shout out to uh, Jupiter Julep, Madame Lizette, Miss V, Miss Ash. Miss Ash 
um, gets her uh, shouting out this <laughs> last week's episode said it made her day. So it's no it's good to see, you know, you know, we make we can make make folks day with our shout outs and everything. Um Yeah, was, um shout out to Queen Mount Mindy, shout out to um Callie Wren, Black Marvel, Black Holland, uh Roll Up Sunny, um Jerome, aka Word, uh, Sam, Greg, um, Miss Didi Jone. Oh, we paid the rent, bro. Oh, it's coming. You know, chick was in the house last week. Um, yeah, just shout out to anybody who, who's like our community. You know, just great you know, individuals, very passionate. You know, we, you know, we talk wrestling. We just you know have a good time doing it every day. So. You know, it's always good to just to be around those like-minded folks that, you know, do that. Well, Mr. Moe to the underscore Reese, I'd like to thank you, sir, for joining me here once again on the WrestleCast. Give a big shout out to Ms. Simi. She joined me on the latest edition of the NXT cast. So please check that out here on the CSPN. Shout out to the Tribal Chief, to Miss J to the Max. Shout out to Miss Didi Jonay. Shout out to Sam. Hopefully he's not working too hard in the holiday rush. Uh, shout out to Greg. Uh, shout out to Miss Jupiter Julep and the Forever Young cast. Shout out to all of the members of the GLOW. Thank you for supporting the WrestleCast the way that y'all do. Uh, remember to rate and review. Give us five stars. Shout out to Anwar Starwin and Terry's Boy, Black Island, Black Marvel, um, Kyle Wren. Uh, the usual suspects, man. You know, everybody who shares their commentary with color uh, during the uh, live tweets using the hashtag RawCast, SmackDown Matters, NXT Cast, and Dynamite Cast. Greatly appreciate everybody interacting with us the way that y'all do. Uh, become a patron, pay to five, get the extra content over the Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash ESPN Media. Hear me rant. <laughs> Hear me rant. Hear Mo rave during these uh, conversations that we have prior to recording uh, the WrestleCast, NXT Cast, and all the other programming here on CSPN. So please check out the dark match and pay the five over on the Patreon page rate and review the podcast give us five stars drop a brief sentence let everybody know what's going on over here on the WrestleCast on the CSPN don't forget to check out the comic book chronicles they've released their latest episodes so give those guys a listen uh, here on the network as well and uh, on that note for my co-host Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been The WrestleCast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. To every friend who stabbed me in the back... my downfall I got a question for you where are you now I don't understand 
get it by now. The more you hope that I fail, the harder I work. And the harder I work, the more I win. And the more I win, the more I get to stand up here and say, yeah, 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 yeah. And to all you jealous superstars backstage who are mad at me because you've been doing this your whole life and I'm the fastest rising star in WWE history. You want this US title? Yeah, of course you do. It's been on my junk just like y'all have since I got here. A champion is only as good as his challengers. And since Rey Mysterio got injured, I couldn't give him the rematch I was so excited for. So I got good news. I spoke with Nick Aldis, and we have created a tournament to determine my next challenger. The tournament will start next week and features eight superstars. Santos Escobar. Dragon Lee. Karrion Cross, An NXT superstar. Could be anyone. Bobby Lashley. Grayson Waller. Austin Theory. And of course, Kevin Owens. And I can guarantee whoever wins this tournament is gonna have a nightmare trying to take this belt away.